Andy does love some Andy. It's like you're inside of my head. <laughs> what is your fascination with Peterson? Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast. Dear future me, <laughs> don't go to the courthouse. The Katie's moral a- of the story is don't leave your martial arts equipment and your other coat in a parallel dimension. Comic book talk by comic book geeks just like you. <laughs> I'm Andy and I like every comic that's ever been made. I would not go to Jonathan Frake's booth because I would get space herpes. I think we're good to go. If I if I stop this thing and we have no recording, then we'll know we we screwed things up. All right. So, uh, part. <laughs> hey everybody, this is Luke and Andy from Trade Secrets, and we are here at Emerald City Comic Con today talking to uh, Matt Fraction. Hail Satan! <laughs> I mean, hello. I'm sorry, wrong wrong podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> so how's your how's your convention going for you it, so it, far? It's great. It's one of my favorite shows, um, uh, and it's been terrific yet again. Yet another terrific year at Emerald City. No complaints. Nice. That's a, a a different tune than I hear from some people around here every once in a while, but uh, really, yeah, yeah, not very oh, many man, people. Oh man, there's but a Chewbacca. Oh, I wish my kid was here. There is a Chewbacca. Where? There's a Chewbacca. I'm looking at him right now. Oh, I see. Oh, That's a pretty decent Chewbacca man, too. I hope he's here tomorrow. Sorry about it. what are we talking about? People complaining that they don't like the show. Uh, I have heard that. Yes. Why do they not? not why, why do they come to the show? I don't know. I've and it's mostly it's not it's not. Shut up, dummies! Stay home. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great show. pretty much what I would say too. I I love Emerald City Comic Con. I I mean, it doesn't hurt that it's in my backyard. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's it's a uh, yeah. I love this show. But um, I I am I guess I'm woefully unprepared. Oh man, I'm totally gonna jump into this. Wait, we had this scheduled. <laughs> we had this scheduled. Wait a minute. We had this scheduled, and then my my brain got fried no, uh, this morning. It's so only Saturday. But that's okay. Minute, that's why I, my my my, my two year old woke up at four thirty in the morning. Oh. What, what, what is your excuse? <laughs> He's lazy. Yeah. Uh, okay, I got no rebuttal to that. So, unfortunately, I mean, <laughs> mm, well played. <laughs> you just later you go in and you edit everything. <laughs> well, you're a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> the audio sounds totally different. Um, so I want to start out talking about your run on Iron Man. Okie doke. Uh, and. Personally, I think you did a fantastic job of humanizing Tony Stark and making him a likable character as opposed... Well, maybe not likable, but you, I mean, you <laughs> turned him into a real person as opposed to a just... Like a caricature. Like, yeah, a caricature. Of, oh, thank you. Um, so a friend of mine just got finished uh, reading your Iron Man run. Okay. And he was wondering about what would you recommend that he read next? I mean, what, what is your personal pick? Like Five Fists of Science, Casanova? Oh, of my stuff you yeah, should of, read Of next? your stuff, yeah. Um, I would... Uh, on a strictly just greedy level, suggest Casanova um, um, because it's you know mine. It's fantastic. And, yeah, uh, uh, just that pride of ownership is a is a hard thing to ignore. I mean, how did you? It isn't. I don't know that it's. I don't know that it's necessarily congruent with Iron Man, but um, well, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, well, thank you. Um, but uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I would suggest that because it's, it's 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 certainly as different. Uh, from Iron Man as can be. Yeah. I, I you have no idea how much I wish my kid is here right now. <laughs> he would as lose his Chewbacca shit walks at by giant again. Chewbacca. He would just be so happy. Yeah. And I love I love Chewbacca having a posse. Look at this. Yeah, no kidding. He's got like a whole line of people che- following him around. That's it's awesome. It's amazing. Chewbacca walking. Chewbacca walkers. <laughs> Chewgawkers. Chewgawkers. That's what they are. Chewgawkers. Oh, that's nice. Good. Write it. Put it up. Write it down. <laughs> I actually just read uh, Casanova Luxuria for the first time recently. Oh, thank you. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I still am not sure. 
I'm not entirely sure I get it, but that's just my sure, personal. Sure what are, how, abs- there's no wrong answer. Good. You, you read it. You, you then you get it. Okay, that's there's good. Nothing there not to get. Because I think I think the best term that I heard to describe it. Uh, how how was it put? Bug let me stop, fuck let me crazy. Oh, okay, great, great. Was <laughs> that's I'll not an insult. No, that's I don't just like it. no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not Dave Fleischer. I'm not going to sue you for that. <laughs> uh, I mean, like uh, Zeno Newman. Uh, Newman Zeno. Newman Zeno. Newman Zeno. Oh my God! Um, I, well, I'm doing an amazing job of putting my foot directly <laughs> into my mouth. No worries. It's, it's been a theme this entire time. We can edit it. All right. Uh, I, I I swear. You have nothing to apologize for. Please, <laughs> please re- relieve yourself of whatever shame, guilt, embarrassment. I don't think I, I, prom- I promise. <laughs> As somebody who still haunts himself over shit he did in third grade, <laughs> I swear to you, you, you were all good. Yeah, but was the shit that you did in third grade recorded for posterity? Sometimes. Oh, oh shit. Um, so what, what was your inspiration for Casanova, I guess, is one thing that I personally want to know. It was the first time I was ever asked to write a comic book. Um, and I was convinced they would never give me the chance to do it again. I had done some graphic novels at that point, but never a, a book with staples and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was so all image stuff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Five Fists of Science? Five Fists of Science was from Image. Uh, I did a, a graphic novel called uh, Last of the Independents. Okay. Uh, uh, and, and I did some short stories. And I really just did a lot of, I had done a lot of short films and animation stuff. Um, but uh, I was convinced I would never get another chance to write a comic, so I thought, well, if you only have one opportunity to write a comic... Like, do you want to write the 9,000th fucking copy of Batman in the <laughs> world? Or, or do you want to write something that you actually want to read? So I wrote the comic that I wished existed. I, w- I wrote the comic that I wanted to read. Um, and, it, and it's not that I don't uh, enjoy or love uh, superheroes or superhero comics, but there were certainly plenty of them. Um, and I grew up loving spy movies and loving super spy movies, especially that kind of ridiculous realm mm-hmm. of, uh, of, you know... I, I, I love Tinker Taylor, but uh, there's other, you know... John Lehman, two fist in it with coffee. Is that co- is that he has two coffees or two beers at all times. Uh, um, I, okay, so, so so yeah, no, I just wrote a book I wanted to read. Basically, I mean, I was sold when I saw um, specifically the round room scene where Casanova gets chucked oh, out yeah, of yeah. the UFO. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I need to I need to read all of this right now. Um, so that was before uh, I got republished with the Icon oh, right stuff, mm-hmm. and I think I have. Four different versions of the <laughs> trade slash yeah yeah it's, yeah yeah that's brilliant by the way publishing it in different well, my, my make differences to each dead. one uh, uh, my my inspiration is Walking Dead I'm not going to be happy until there's a Casanova daily strip <laughs> um, but uh, but when we're in as many formats as Walking Dead is in then I'll know I've really made it I'm really a star nice <laughs> I know I actually um uh I ca- I got introduced to your work fairly late in that uh, Mighty Mighty Thor and uh, Fear Itself were the first f- things that I had actually sat down and read of yours. Right and then Andy here got me to read Casanova, and uh, I started reading the Iron Man stuff recently. Oh. Um, and I'm, I'm actually really curious, because I, I, was never, I was never a big Thor fan mm-hmm. before, but um, everyone basically got me into it because of your writing, and then when mm-hmm. I sat down and read it, um, it... I've, it's the first time I've enjoyed Thor, right, right. and um, wow. I wanted—I kind of wanted to know, like, a, what what about the Thor character like captured you, and why did why is it something that that you're so interested in? I was the same as you. I was actually not a Thor fan. Um, I liked Walter Simonson's run when I was a kid, but I used to want to be an artist, so I came to that book because I loved the art and I loved the sense of design. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was never a, a, a Thor fan at all. I was kind of the opposite of a Thor fan. In fact, the very first phone call 
about working at Marvel I had with Axel after I gave him um, copies of Last the Independence, you know, however many years ago that's been. Like, like the first thing I'm, I was like, I'm not the guy to write Thor villains. Like, well, you know, like I, if it, it, I wasn't sure if there was a place for me at Marvel. I don't think he was either. But but you know, my, my we, we, our working relationship started with like I would like to write stuff that makes sense, and and I have a day job that's very gratifying and 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 that I enjoy. And you know, if I don't feel it, I'm not going to go for it. Is that okay? You mm-hmm. know, like like I don't want to piss you guys off by saying no, but I'm going to say no if I don't feel it. And that was kind of exactly what they wanted. So that was that worked out well for me. But I remember the example I, I gave was Thor. Um, what happened was I was at Andy Parks' house and he had an original uh, Jack Kirby page that uh, um, uh, I don't know what that was um, <laughs> I don't either oh sorry he had a, he had a, uh, uh, a Jack Kirby page that Frank Jacoya inked and something about that unlocked a um, like a primal shape in my mind and I suddenly understood what the Thor comic I would want to read would be and what it would look like and how it would go and immediately I, I was working with the editor of the main Thor book at the time and I just started to leave him harassing voicemails and that <laughs> led to Ages of Thunder and that kind of led like there's a year where I actually produced more Thor than the Thor team had produced <laughs> wow um, um, but I was still like the fill-in guy and I was like alright well I think I'm done filling in so let me know when the book comes up and when the book came up I still you know I, I pitched for it and, and was able to get it which is very gratifying yeah I actually um, had never read much of Simonson stuff the, until the, well, the, the these and the thous and the dosts and the kind of like <laughs> yeah. it's just so it, it, it gets like a car crash in the back of my tongue and I can't <laughs> I can't read it um, and like later as I became a Kirby fan it was it was easy I could buy it I still never read it it was just kind of mm-hmm. looking at the pictures or whatever um, but but yeah once I had my kind of revelation at Andy's house and I wanted to tear the page up and smoke it <laughs> <laughs> just to see what would happen I mean I understand it's a piece of precious priceless artwork but Andy was. Uh, pretty fucking square I was like no no <laughs> man but uh it's, so apparently I don't know what happens when you smoke Jack Kirby pages but I tried to find out <laughs> and Andy, Andy wasn't down but anyway it was enough of a kind of a big revelatory moment for me that, that uh, I mean uh, the, the entire Kirby run from what I remember is basically like Thor and Galactus hanging out on a planet talking about how much of a bummer it is to be a god it was the moon there was one issue of that yeah, they're, they're, yeah they, they sat down and just kind of broke down on the moon and, and stuff it's, you can see you can see Kirby starting to sketch like the major themes of his like work and his life's work. Kind of Thor is like a rough draft for what would become the new gods, and yeah. mm-hmm. new gods is kind of a rough draft for what Eternals would be. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. kind of was building towards this whatever his kind of personal psychocosmology, Christian Judeo-Christian psychocosmology map that he ended up drawing. Uh, yeah, it's it's a very per- it's a weirdly personal work for him, and. and uh, um, you can see the origins of kind of where Kirby went there. It's, it's, it's really fascinating. And it's just great, fun comics, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you have Simonson come in and kind of completely reinvent it and just make quite, quite possibly the best, strongest run of any Marvel comic that there's ever been and ever will be, you know? Not a bad, not a bad, uh, not a bad deal. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so I know this is kind of a cliche question, but I'm I'm curious what what were you doing before you started writing comics? I was um, making music videos and commercials and stuff. Oh, nice! So I had a, I had a pretty sweet day job, um, and comics was like I was like a comics dilettante. It was like my hobby. Mm-hmm. That's what I did at night or on the weekends. I wrote when I didn't you know when I wasn't shooting or in production or whatever, or when I needed to decompress from you know making a, a, a grueling music video or whatever I could just you know I would just kind of write dick around on a comic that I wanted to write yeah so that's, that was sort of what I was up to 
That's cool. Which again, incredibly satisfying. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I, and I, so I never needed to pitch on stuff I wasn't interested in writing. That seems to be a very unique position to be in to have have something as that satisfying that you're doing on a day to day basis. I am uh, I am the luckiest bastard uh, on the lucky <laughs> bastard bus, no doubt. Yeah. Right, right on. So I'd like to go back to Casanova for a minute, <laughs> sure, uh, because I love it. Are you ever going to republish the back matter stuff? No, no. Um, I want that to be bonus content for the for people who buy the physical issues. Okay, cool. Um, it'll it'll never be reprinted, and it's it's there as an incentive to move the physical copies. Oh, right that's nice. We're we're, uh, we're uh, and now you know, and I can't wait to start putting free digital codes in Casanova for downloads. We're going to get on. I, I didn't have time to do it for issue three, but. For issue four of uh, of Aberdeen, I think we'll be able to do it. Oh um, man! But I mean, it's it's it's. All, I mean, co- comics. I, I have this theory. I don't really. I, I think um, comics excel at pointing the finger at anybody at everybody but themselves in terms of in terms of why things are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know piracy has definitely hurt, but I think in the case of books like Casanova, um, it works as promotional material. And and my feeling about the piracy stuff is like it's already out. You're never going to put the toothpaste back in the tube. So embrace it give it away quit pretending that a digital copy is worth money um, the physical stuff we want to drive sales and if you want to drive sales the people need to fall in love with the story and they need to say fuck I want this on my bookshelf I want this in my hands I want to hold this and experience this in a way that you can't get digitally mm-hmm. so we don't even do the back matter in the digital copies it's all I mean the back matter just exists in the physical stuff so I want to drive sales to the physical and in the letter column of, of, of three it's all um, pirates I reached out to pirates and it's like please talk to me like let me know because I believe that every single one of you, who down- if you downloaded this and you liked it, I bet you bought it. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, to stop driving myself crazy, to stop pretending that I was seeing thousands of dollars walk away with piracy, I began to imagine it as though it's the equivalent of people flipping through books on the shelf in a store. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is a, a promotional stuff. And when you nail it, when you hit it, people are going to buy it because we're we are a medium that is driven by the physical item, and that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Right on. So you know, um, we should be we should have been giving giving digital copies uh, digital comics away DRM free uh, ten years ago. Yeah, get as many people as possible, you know, to take a look and be like, because hey, really you, know, like you know how to you know how to get something stolen, lock it up. Yep. Yeah. You know, pretend something you know, pretend something has value, and people will look to steal it. Yeah, I mean, and, it, and it's it's meaningless. The digital copy is meaningless. It's ones and zeros in the ether. It's not real. It's not the thing that we sell. Yeah, um, the stories are great and the characters great, but we also sell the physical artifact. It's a mm-hmm. huge part of what we do and why we do it. Yeah, I've I've always felt the same way about especially comics because I, I I know I personally I like reading comics digitally. That's fine, but the the fact that it's a physical piece of art is what I want to own. Right, yeah. I want to have it on a shelf there's, or in a box there's, there's and paper be able to. Stock. It's got a weight and a smell and a texture, and it's a physical. We are a physical. The physical thing. feeling of like flipping through the pages is something that I just can't get past. I I yeah. can't do digital stuff because I need that book in my hands. And I'm I'm more of the. Uh, the artwork thing where I like to be able to pull out a book and open it up and show someone a piece of artwork that's on that page is always going to look the same and it's always going to look like they wanted it to look. It's not going to be different depending on what digital vice you're looking on, looking at it on. It's not going to be, you know, the colors aren't going to be off or the, your screen's not going to be screwed up. But that was one of my issues with the guys that originally scanned the image editions of Casanova was they did such a shitty job of it. Like uh, you dick spend all this time, like making sure, you know, fucking, Batman 8000 looks perfect. Your dicks couldn't have calibrated your fucking monitor. Like it's, it's yeah. a pretty simple blue. It's a pretty simple green. Yeah, I was just say it's one There's color. A it's one tone. <laughs> you yeah, have it's one math. color. It is literally math. You just 
But, uh, you know, that was the thing. All this, like, acid lime green bullshit. Like, fuck you. Come on, man. We had a look. We had a style. We had a tone. Respect it. If you're yeah. going to steal it, at least <laughs> look me in the fucking eyes. <laughs> be a man. Be a human being. Be an astronaut. Don't be a... Yeah, greenish. Fuck you. <laughs> what color green? Uh, sure, that, that a, one. A, yeah, there was a thing too. Like we made like the blue was pure C. It was pure cyan. Mm-hmm. You know, the printing it's a four color printing process right. and pure C. It was pure C. It okay, was all cyan. It was absolute blue. It was as pure printer blue as can be. Just because we were like, fuck you, <laughs> get it right. <laughs> I don't want to hear anybody call us a black and white comic again. I don't want to ever see. Oh, that's not a right blue. You know what it is? C. Drag yeah. it all the way up. One hundred percent C. <laughs> Done. Super easy. That's what we should have done. We should have put, oh gosh, we should have put like calibration marks and let people know. Like, this on color the is Pantone, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like in the, in the front matter of the book. Yeah. We might have to do that from now on. We might have to do that from now on. One other thing that I want to talk about uh, huh? you and Brubaker are working on Iron Fist. Right. I love Iron Fist. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Um, I think your guys' run was the definitive one, in my opinion. And I've been reading it for off and on as it's Thank been you. books for 15 years. That's very like kind. That. Do you think you're ever going to revisit that? Are you reading Defenders? I have not picked up Defenders all yet. Right. That is I, your loss. All right. What's, uh, what's in the future for you, then, uh, other than Casanova and continuing to work on Mighty Thor? What have you got uh, Thor, in the works? Iron Man, Defenders, um, and I can't talk about anything that I'm doing with any of those books because AVX happens this week, and AVX oh. is sort of uh, A big the 900-pound uh, bear in the bathtub. Um, um, big stuff happens soon. Uh, new stuff will start being. In, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I literally can't talk about anything because it's all leading. AVX is happening. Okay, and, and yeah, your we'll X Men. We'll talk about it on the other one. Oh, thank you. Um, I really liked how kind. you would sort of talk about uh, various when you're d- introducing characters. How you'd also sometimes like mention their musical tastes. The dad caps. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, here's the thing: is like when I uh, when I when I got asked to pitch. X stuff. I'd been out of like reading X for a while, and went out and bought like copies of everything, um, just to kind of refamiliarize with myself. Like, literally bought a copy of every X book I could find, and uh, um, didn't know who like thirty percent of the characters were. Or didn't understand what their powers were. They were just kind of well. She shoots blue rays, and he shoots red rays. And I thought, all right, well, I can I can learn this. I can get caught up. But like my dad, who has not read X Men on and off for thirty years, is going to not have any idea what the fuck's going on. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, fuck it, just steer, just turn into the skid, and the dad caps were born. So those were always called dad caps. Nice. But it was a great way to get people, like new readers, could get caught up immediately. What does he do? Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. And, and you know, and there they were. Was the X Club your idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was a real thing. X Club, uh, Charles Darwin was part of a member of the X, the X Club, was a real thing. But, uh, but yeah, the, that putting that together was, I wanted the like science game. Dr. Yeah. Nemesis and all of them, that's yeah, yeah, um, phenomenal. Nick Lowe and Warren Ellis had found Dr. Nemesis and I think Nick was trying at some point to convince Warren to do a Dr. Nemesis thing and Warren didn't do it or didn't want to do it or whatever but it was just kind of a character that I was aware of tangentially because Nick and Warren had kind of dug him up and I was like well oh, fuck it I'm just going to turn Warren Ellis like Warren Ellis's cartoon of himself into I'm going to turn the uh, you know the, uh, the, uh, the old bastard into uh, into an X-Man so Doctor Nemesis is me pretending Warren Ellis is right. Else. Yeah, is pretending Warren Ellis is an X Man. He's well dressed and he hates the X Men. He's it's Warren Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my my last curious question uh, it has to do with um, the 
kind of comics culture in the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. and not only just from a from a fan's perspective, but there's a, there's a huge creative community in the Pacific Northwest for yeah. comic books. And I, I'm I was kind of curious. Did, are you from the Pacific Northwest? I'm not. And I'm a fairly recent transplant. Uh, were you transplanted here because of because of comics or because of the Pacific Northwest or I both? Was, I was transplanted here because uh, you know what both is the honest answer. Um, um, I had long ago fallen in love with uh, Portland. Uh-huh. Um, and and had it in my mind that I was going to end up either in in Portland or New York one day, um, but I ended up in Kansas City, like I said, doing this stuff, this music videos and stuff, and and got married and bought a house and had a kid, and like you suddenly New York doesn't become a possibility, mm-hmm. you know, and and um, um, in the way that, it, that 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 we wanted to wanted it to be, and um, so yeah, so we came to to, to Portland, um, and the fact that there was such a rich comics community we were moving into helped. Yeah. You know, it was definitely a plus, but uh, but I, I had one. I had my eye on this. this pro- my wife actually wanted to come to Seattle, but it's a little more expensive than Portland. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's a uh, uh, it's a great part of the world. And like, I never I moved around a lot as a kid, um, and like I, I never knew that I had a um, that I had like an environment, mm-hmm. like that I had a a climate that I belonged in, that I had a a natural like an ecosphere I don't know what the word like a, like a, a segment of the ecosphere that I belonged in but I, I, I feel at home in Portland I feel I have like 300 year old redwoods and like a Norwegian spruce in my backyard mm-hmm. uh, I live up a fucking mountain on Google Maps it looks like I live on a, it, there's no picture of my house on Google Maps it looks like a hill <laughs> it's just it's just forest oh man that's um, awesome I, you know I don't live like in Portland proper so I mean I live up I live on the cover of Zeppelin 4 basically <laughs> um, and I love it there and it's and it's you know, we're above the fog line, so, like, clouds come up out of my backyard, and it's beautiful and magical, and it's like I live in Twin Peaks, and it's great, and I love it. Um, and uh, uh, there's a huge community of people who do what I do. Mm-hmm. So. Well, uh, I it's think great. we've probably taken up enough of your time. I appreciate so. it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for, for, uh, for sitting down with us. It's been a pleasure talking to you. This is way better you. than doing it on like, the phone, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, yeah. Thank, 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 thank you for having us. Thank you for your patience. Oh, so much. Yeah. New issues out on Wednesday. Cool.